Chargers post-game wrap-up after their victory, 47-42. to So many numbers put up. Uh, all This game was all about numbers. I'm Fernando Ramirez, Chargers beat reporter for Sports Illustrated. With me, as always, my co-host, my tag team partner, a very tired Gil Manzano, <laughs> uh, Orange County Register and LA Daily News. And with it, well, before I introduce our next guest, I got to say, what's up, bro? Can't forget that, Fernando. But I feel like Jimmy Butler in last year's NBA Finals was kind of, you know, falling over. He's exhausted. But the real person who should be tired is Justin Herbert after a performance like that. Uh, superstar uh, was what Brandon Staley called him. But I am tired, Fernando. So I thank you for acknowledging my hard work. But uh, I know uh, Joe Rito here also works pretty hard, too. Speaking of acknowledging, we have to acknowledge... Uncle Joe Reedy from the a from the AP. Uh, Uncle Joe, what what did you think about this performance today by uh, Justin Herbert and the Chargers? I mean, it was a shootout. They're now proving they can win under every circumstance. Three of the four wins, fourth quarter rallies, which I think is important, and they trailed in you know double digit trails. Both of Cleveland's losses have been after double digit halftime leads, so. There are some commonalities starting to uh, jump out so far, but, uh, you know, they've prevailed. They can win in shootouts now, which is a good thing, and this team can take a couple punches and still rally. 41 points scored in the fourth quarter. Uh, even Justin had that number in his head. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I think we scored 24 of 26 points. Uh, Gilbert, offense, I mean, besides Justin, because that's the easy one, yeah. uh, give us somebody or what you thought worked for them. Well, can I go with the other easy one? Mike Williams, man, being open for a 72-yard bomb and a 42-yard bomb. So, you know. Now that you use them, you can't give him a, a beer tonight. So uh, I got to find somebody else for the yeah. cerveza of the night. Yeah. But you know what? I'll just say it's maybe a, a coming-out party for this Charger offense. Like, you're, we wrote all the hype stories in the training camp that they have Jerry Cook, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, and can Joe Lombardi not screw it up? Well, Joe Lombardi has been playing, well, I guess coaching, lights out. Uh, I don't know why I keep saying lights out the last couple of weeks, but the Chargers have been playing Sean pretty Merriman well. Yeah, today. that too. I'm not going to do the dance right now, Fernando. But this offense is, is finally, you know, becoming one of, one of the best in the NFL. I almost tried to get Austin Eckler to bite on my, uh, are you as good as the Chiefs right now offense? He didn't bite. It's too early for that. But after five That's weeks, actually the second time you've tried to get him to bite on that one. We had him on compas. Oh, yeah. You tried to get him to bite on that Well, too. I needed a juicy quote, but uh, Eckler's pretty good at, at the quotes. I love the thing about uh, at the end where the he wasn't supposed to score that uh, touchdown. He's like, I guess I'll do the air guitar right now. You know, I didn't really feel like I should. But, uh, you know, even that, it, it felt like, this team just scores touchdowns, and if you score 47 points, you usually win the game. But if you're the Browns, you're thinking, we scored 41, 500 yards, and no turnovers, and they still lost. So it's kind of a weird game, but overall, it, it was a, a pretty big game for the Chargers offense. But first time in NFL history that has happened. A team scored over 40 points, 400 to 500 yards of offense, and no turnovers, and still lost. Hasn't happened in a regular season, hasn't happened in a playoff game. And also considering... You know, Baker Mayfield had a 300-yard game where all the talk was about his shoulder and accuracy. And for as much as we talk about the Browns running game, the Browns passing game looked pretty good, too, with Ninjoku and uh, Odell Beckham, I think, held to one reception and those other receivers stepping up. So, you know, there's there was a lot to like on this game for both sides, and it was just fun well, maybe not fun for us on deadline, trying to write everything and trying to fit everything in. But it was just, you know, one of for one of those games for fans, it was certainly fun to see. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, my thing was the way that they were moving the football uh, and 
the cojones again uh, that Brandon Staley showed. They went for it on fourth down numerous times. They were able to pick him up. Uh, so that that's just been interesting to see the way he he does it. And he, and he even said it. It's not about being reckless with the fourth downs. It's can we convert this? Do we have the personnel? Obviously, they, the team does. And that's kind of what Austin Eckler talked about after the game. He's like, who are you going to defend? It's uh, it's Keenan. It's Mike. It's uh, Jared Cook. It's Donald Parham. It's him. It's They have so many different weapons. It's literally pick your poison and one guy's going to be open. Yeah, no, definitely. This this team is loaded and deep, and you mentioned for now they're they're going for it on fourth down. They're aggressive because they know they could get it. You know, I asked Brandon Staley, it's getting to the point where, you, where it doesn't matter where you are on the field. If you have a fourth and two, you're probably going to go for it most of the time. He didn't tell me it's automatic on their little green dot uh, chart that they have, but when you have, you know, situations like that on fourth down, you have many weapons. You have mismatch with Mike Williams, mismatch against with Jerry Cook. Uh, Keen Allen gets open. Austin Eckert gets open. Uh, maybe the offensive line could be an issue because they lost Ori Abushi. Uh, there's no Brian Bulaga. But overall, they've done enough to, to hold up against a very talented uh, Browns pass rush. So we forget. And maybe uh, Joe can, uh, you know, attest to this. But this Browns defense looks like they were pretty legit coming into the game. They, they held the, uh, the Bears and the Vikings to, what, 13 points combined the last couple of weeks. So I don't know if the Browns are pretenders on defense, but the Chargers had their way against them. Well, they were missing two cor- – by the end of the game, they were missing two cornerbacks because Newsom was inactive, but then Denzel Ward goes out in the first half. And I think they did a couple other cornerbacks and safeties got injured during the game. And they were they – were, they didn't have either of their starting tackles in the fourth quarter either. Uh Conklin and uh, Willis was out during the uh, was inactive. But I think the one thing, the most important part of the game, we all focus on the fourth quarter, but them making those two third, fourth downs in the third quarter. I mean, that that one deep in those this end was a gotta have it because you're down fourteen. The Browns offense can up fourteen. If you punt it, they can just go into ball control and possession and go on a five, six-minute drive. And even if they don't get points, take time off the clock. And to make two fourth downs on that drive, and then in a true, I hate to quote, I hate to uh, do a Chris Berman impression here, but you get within 27-19, you think that the extra point gets it within 27-20. What? <laughs> they go for two points to uh, go 27-21. And all of a sudden, make it into a uh, interesting uh, score fest that way. The one concerning part for me is the defense. Uh, the obviously the uh, run defense, the pass defense. Today they struggled, but I feel like a lot of the chunk plays were given because of missed tackles and kind of mid, like the Nazir Adderley couldn't tackle and David Njoku. He goes for seventy-one yards, but the the tackling on the defensive line has or the the. Tackling on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt was not good today. Uh, they almost won the game literally. Like on that, uh, I think second, to, no, third to final drive, they literally drove up the field uh, with running the football. And Kareem Hunt obviously finished it out with a six yard touchdown, I believe. But over 230 yards, 230 yards given up, three touchdowns. Uh, the Chargers need to, they need to find somewhere to uh to be able to kind of hold this i've been calling it break don't bend that that's kind of to me what it's felt like just because yes they're giving up all these yards today they gave up a lot more touchdowns than i had seen them give up but today at the end the defense steps up clutch they come in 
they end up uh, holding the the Browns on their final two offensive possessions. So that was uh, that was pretty good from them. But it's a struggle, and then you have Lamar Jackson coming up. So I, I don't know, Gilbert, what you thought about uh, the defense today? Yeah, the, the Russian defense is a problem. But you think about how many teams in the NFL run like the Browns or the, or the Baltimore yeah. Ravens. So the next couple of weeks will kind of be an issue. But if you face this team down in the playoffs again, the Ravens or the Browns, you gotta you know adjust on your. Uh, your Russian defense because it's going to be an issue. That's why you have to win 47 to 42. I'm forgetting the yeah. score now. Uh, but I, I like what Staley said, said at the end. Like, yeah, they were not playing well in the Russian defense, but he made some adjustments. He said, what are you guys comfortable with? What run structures do you want? Because we just need one stop at the end, and they got it. But it's just crazy to me that when I was writing my story, like Chubb and Hunt took a backseat because that fourth quarter was so wild. But it was it was a big problem. And when you have your safety uh, having 14 tackles in the first half, you know something's not going right because they're getting past the first level, like Sadie likes to say. But after that, they kind of settled down. They got a little comfortable. But it, it was pretty ugly at times because after Chubb had that, what, 52-yard run, I was already writing my story saying this game is over. And they you know, they came back with the 14-point deficit. Well, Somebody won't be happy about that, by the way. <laughs> well, four of the five games this year, they've given up at least 129 yards on the ground. And... Dallas had a two-headed running attack. We saw what they did. You kind of felt like it was going to be similar in this game. And, you know, they managed pretty well. But, I mean, also, Chubb and Hunt, those are excellent yards after contact, guys. So is Austin Eckler, too, yards after contact that we saw from Eckler today. This was, this was almost, for running purists, a yards after contact exhibition on what you could see because when Austin got to the sidelines and everything he was you know unreal and I think we're finally seeing Austin Eckler especially these last two games that we've seen the past two years and I'm going to say it again they need a second back (laughs) there's there's open auditions it seems like for it so that's interesting uh we want to thank our uncle Joe for jumping on with us we're going to go next to Gilbert's boy. Ugh. We want to hear what Dan and Dago has to say after a victory like today. Keep it short, Dan. What do you think, Uncle Joe? I think Dan's going to be a little bit happy. <laughs> hey, let's go to him, Dan and Dago. Ooh, how in the hell are we doing, beautiful people? I'll tell you one thing. I had to be revived three or four times probably during this game. My goodness, what a shootout. It's like I was watching a Western out there. But you know what? I just want to tell you one thing. That's our freaking quarterback right there. I don't want anyone. No one is above him. I'm not taking anyone over my quarterback ever, 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 ever. My goodness, what a performance. I was worried. I heard all these real loud barks at the beginning. Then it was... Little whimpers towards the second half. Then it was me saying, "Mm, mm, get the hell out of here. How do you like that? How do you like us? Kirk Cousins another week. How you like that? My goodness, what a game. Probably one of the greatest games I've ever witnessed. My God, this team, it is just a different year. Not the same old Chargers. And Herbert, I trust. And Staley, I trust. My goodness, what a game. They battled like I've never seen before. This has to be a different year. My goodness, if I get the 32 pick and win it all, it's going to be crazy for all of us. We're going to riot in L.A. celebrating a Super Bowl. Let's go, Charger fans. Let's go. Oh, and one last 
thing. I see everyone all over the Twitter, the Twitter, the cesspool that is Twitter, complaining about missed calls. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, we're worried about missed calls. But week two, week two against the Cowboys, all of a sudden we don't have a problem. But when it affects my team in a positive way, then we have issues. But all right, I see how it is. All I have is one last question for you, Charger fans. How about them Chargers? Gilbert, that was a very electric Dan and Diego. I think he's very fired up. What do you think? Yeah, you know, I like his little, I guess, term about a Western shootout. He was talking about earlier this week that he likes watching Western movies, like Clint Eastwood. So he might, he might, maybe he's on to something. He, he for he for foreshadowed though it'll be a little western shootout so uh like you mentioned uh the Chargers shot last i guess and went for the kill but uh for now i don't want to forget maybe i could do a little segue here from dan and dago because dan and dago probably almost had a heart attack watching tristan viscaino kick extra points today and i can't believe that he missed that extra point when it was you know supposed to be 42 42 yeah. it was 42 41 that i put in more work to kind of get that a victory it was interesting what brandon saley said after the game he's like hey he's a rookie he's learning Jeff, uh, Jeff, would you like to say I, Jeff Miller's coming up again? He wants to talk. Do you want to say something, Jeff? Yeah, he's walking by. I know. I know. I know he wants to say something. I want. I, I do want to say something. So I got complimented by somebody in our office today for for correctly writing "nomas" with the accent on the "a." So you, you know that's you know here it is Latino Heritage Month. That's a pretty good deal, right? Hey, Jeff, we appreciate you always. That was awesome. Uh, anything else you want to say after a long night? A long night, indeed. Another win for the uh, local squad. These guys are pretty good. Hey, hey a man of not a man of many words, or not of many words. And the Chiefs are losing again. <laughs> there you go. The no Chiefs. moss from Jeff. No moss from Jeff. <laughs> Have a good night. Have a good night. Uh, so obviously, Gilbert. I mean, uh, he said he's a rookie kicker. He needs to. Uh, he's going to keep on learning. What did you kind of make of what Brandon Saley said about it? I, I kind of expected it, to be honest. He's a very uh, positive coach. He believes in his players, and that's why they, they trust him as well because he shows faith in them. And, you know, th- these players tend to kind of break out of it for, for Staley. And, you know, the, the, the trust he shows in Justin Herbert, the trust he shows in Jerry Cook, Austin Eckler, even this Russian defense that can't figure it out, he, he still has trust in them. And, and same thing with, you know, with Asante Samuel Jr. He kind of had a, a positive response saying, yeah, you know, we kind of gave him a break. And, you know, he got he, he got benched, but... You know, that's not the route that Sadie's going to take. He's going to say, no, he's not. Uh, we'll figure it out later. But, you know, it was a rough, you know, a couple games for, for Tristan for the year. And maybe just one rough game for Asante. But, you know, they're 4-1. They're you can't really, you know, harp on it too much. Same thing with the Russian defense. So they're winning. It's working now. I think they'll figure it out. Gilbert, uh... Who are you giving a beer out to today? Well, I'm going first, Fernando, because you told me I can't do uh, Herbert and I can't do Michael Williams. I give him a beer every weekend. And and I thought I was going to go second. I I almost gave Michael Schofield a beer because I was kind of running out of names. But, you know, he he can have one as well. Might as well. He's in there. Go have a a cella with uh, Austin Eckler. But he's the guy having the the, the Vallena Pacifico, if he wants. We're a model. I prefer model. But it's a bigger than uh, a 12-ounce beer because Eckler got three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. He was sad about the last one, which became the game-winning touchdown. I think that's so weird that he was disappointed. But, yes, he wanted to not score, run out the clock, and maybe give Tristan. That would have been crazy if Tristan had the opportunity to get the field goal. But everything worked out. It just seems like it's working out for these Chargers. And Austin Eckler, we cannot forget about him. I know it's Keenan and Mike and even Jared, but Austin Eckler is a big part in this offense. So, Austin, let me open up that beer for you and have at it. Cheers. 
I'm going to go with Mike Williams. And I know I told you, but you always go for the easy one. So this time I'm going to go with Mike Williams. <laughs> uh, career day for him. He's drunk on this show, man. <laughs> 165 yards, uh, two touchdowns, like you said, 72-yarder, 42-yarder, wide open on both. He's just he's having a great season this year. And I know against the Raiders he got kind of slowed down. Uh, I think he only had one catch in that game, but it really shows you the type of level that right now that he's playing at, and uh, and Mike is doing a great job. So I'm I'm really impressed with him. I think Mike deserves uh, deserves a cold one. We've given him a lot this year just because he deserves it, but uh, he's been good. Um, he's been very good. So I have to give a special one out real quick, Gilbert, to Storm Norton. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. He had a, a a child. His him and his wife had a child yesterday, so he was at the game today. Congratulations to him. Staley gave him a a, a ball after the game. Uh, he's like, he's like, he, he was, uh, he was with his wife yesterday having a, a child and today he's having another W. So congratulations to Storm Norton and, and his wife. And it, it's, it's awesome to hear about that. But Gilbert, a big test coming up. They yeah. face Baltimore on, uh, on Sunday. That'll be a good matchup and a good test for these guys, especially because of the kind of style that Baltimore likes to run. Yeah, definitely. Lamar Jackson is uh, no joke. He's tough to handle. Uh, and you're going on the road uh, in Baltimore, so that could be tough for the Chargers. But, you know, right now things are going right for the Chargers. You know, they've shown that even if they're allowing rushing yards to the Cowboys, to, uh, you know, the Chiefs, and, and now on the, road. On, on, you know, on the road and the Browns, that they could get through it. They overcome it. That's how much this uh, defense is doing well. But you, you, you need the defense. Sorry, the offense is doing well. You need the defense to step up like it did in KC with the four turnovers. So Lamar Jackson is going to be a problem. We'll see how he does on Monday Night Football. Kick back. You asked Herbert, would you have a brisket and enjoy the, the game? And he said maybe. So we'll see what happens. By the way, guys, this week is a big week for the Compass. We have some big-time guests coming up. We're not going to give it anything away. I'm only going to shrug my shoulders. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to shrug. like Kind of like, mm, like a Jordan kind of shrug. Maybe that will give you... Uh, a, a little bit of a hint and then also for the preview show we have a big time guest a good friend of the show uh she's been awesome so we'll, we, we, we won't give out any details yet but stay tuned wednesday compas on the beat drops thursday afternoon we drop the preview show against the ravens and thank you guys again so much for rocking with us but you know what it's late i need to get gilbert home if not he'll pass out in the car so you know what, Gilbert? It's time. Vámonos. Yeah, my mind is circling. I have so many numbers in my head from this crazy game. 1,024 total yards, by the way, if you need to know what was the combined total for this game. But I'm done. Let's go. Uh, happy Latino Heritage Day, month, whatever. Ya nos vamos, pues vámonos.